You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast. In this episode, we talk with David Williams about his running journey, as well as about his new book called An Unstoppable Runner. This would be a great gift for the runner in your life or for you. For the details on how to pick this book up, check out the podcast notes. Enjoy. Today on Fit Mind Fit Body, we have David Williams, who is a runner, but also an author. So I'm really excited to talk to you today, David. So welcome along. Thank you. I've been um, looking forward to this, Michelle. So thank you. It's going to be so much fun. I feel like we've met, as I said, before we started recording, and it might just be because we have lots of mutual friends. And although you don't live on the mainland of Tasmania, where do you live? Maybe we could start with that because it's a bit... On the remote windswept island of Flinders Island. How long have you lived there for? Um, my wife and I came here 20 odd years ago for a, um, a holiday and, and never left. <laughs> so, so you're not really a local yet then? No, not yet. No, I'm still still one of those foreigners, yeah. <laughs> be another 20 years, then maybe you could call yourself a local. Yeah, yeah. I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from a, the other small island, the other small largely inhabited island of Tasmania, uh, yeah. I understand that completely. Um, <laughs> although I've lived most of my life now in on the big island of Tasmania. (laughs) So obviously with you've just told us you've only been there 20 years only um, and I can tell by your accent you probably weren't born in Australia. So tell us a little bit about your background. Where did you come from? Where did you grow up, David? I was was a POM. All right. Yeah, I was a POM. Um, And um, it's in my middle 20s, I got um, offered a job by the company I work for, uh, Price Waterhouse in Hong Kong. Oh, wow. uh, um, I went to Hong Kong for four years. Um, and once I'd escaped um, the, um, the English climate, I thought, well, I don't really want to go back to that. And I was lucky enough to be offered a job in Sydney. So um, oh, I jumped wow. at that and um, lived, lived in Sydney for 20 odd, 20 odd years. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but um, it just got too big, um, too, too, the the overused word stressful, but um, Mm. yeah, it became too stressful living there and um, unpleasant in Mm. in many regards. Um, Became a younger person's place, which it really is now. um, So we were delighted to, um, to escape down to Flinders Island. Oh, oh, so you went to Australia. You didn't like even do Tasmania and then Flinders Island, you know? No, um, no, we didn't know Tasmania existed. No, I'm only joking. (laughs) I love that. That's a great answer. (laughs) Well, over here, well, like you did on King, we called Tasmania the mainland and um, the rest of Australia, we call Australia. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, over there. (laughs) That other place. (laughs) The big island to the north. Um, So back in England. Yes. what were you, like? What was sport like for you at school? If we go all the way back. Um, um, well, I'm a I'm a puny little fellow, um, and the school I went to was um, was um, in the winter rugby, so uh-huh. I was totally unsuited to rugby. I got smashed to pieces every time uh-huh. I set foot on the on the pitch. Um, so I played soccer, and I loved playing soccer in the winter, um, and in the summer cricket, and that was my uh, um, abiding love. Um, for many years cricket. cricket. I spent winter in the nets practicing and getting coached. And oh wow. Yeah. So did you do any running for fitness like to support the soccer and the cricket? Um, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I did a um, I did a cross-country run. Um, I qualified for the the state um, inter or the inter-school state um, mm-hmm. championships um, tr- and it was it was shocking. I came in the middle of the field and um, didn't enjoy it. Threw the threw the shoes away and uh, didn't run again for many years. Oh wow, that's interesting. Because you often think at school, well, there's a lot of runners, a lot of kids who are running 
and don't want to <laughs> but they're kind of yeah. made to made to and then um sometimes that then leaves a, a nasty taste in their mouth yes oh well we we did have um because i wasn't um i wasn't a rugby player hmm. um we did i was in the um the cross-country squad and every every once a week instead of playing rugby we'd go for a run um but um yeah i didn't didn't particularly enjoy it and um yeah i didn't probably didn't need the mental space for it either so (laughs) so uh, when you um what what was the career that took you out to um hong kong the the account the accounting accounting yes 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 i was in part of the accounting world um, but I went to Hong Kong. Um, I lived. I lived a bit of a, um, uh, uh, a what's the word? Extreme life. I was uh, Hong Kong. You work very hard and you play hard. Um, I was a smoker. I was. Um, oh wow! I discovered a lot of um, heavy beer drinkers, and I so I joined in with them and at the cricket club, yeah. and um, had a had a really good time. But. Uh, um, after two or three years, I realised I didn't particularly like myself and didn't like what I was becoming. Um, and somebody introduced me to running. And so uh, that happened in Hong Kong? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, wow. I, and there's some lovely places to run in Hong Kong. In the, There's lovely bush trails and things up there, which is surprising. But, um, yeah, it's a, a lovely place to run. So it's like, um, you know, the expat lifestyle yeah. that you had there and then, um, which I guess can be racy maybe that's if when you're yeah, young that was what you were talking about that's a kind way of putting it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um because i i guess or at least my picture of it my father who's also british worked in hong kong for a little while oh. but as an um yeah anyway and <laughs> not not yeah. straight out of out of england okay. uh, and my husband's father was actually born there and then he also <laughs> british descent so we also i haven't been there but i've heard a lot about it i guess that's what i'm yeah, saying. yeah um yeah. and and the lifestyle there um yeah. it's certainly previous to recent occurrences anyway exactly yeah so was it a, a local um you know another expat that got you into running what yes what yes you... but a, um a solicitor that i used to do do business with occasionally and um he he had actually run a marathon um and he was like a hero in my in my eyes i thought well this, this is a this is a super a super being you know and um I started talking to him about it, and eventually he introduced me to that um, that book, Jim Fix's book. Did you ever come across? Um, I don't know if I've heard that. Jim one. Fix's book. I've got it here somewhere. It's um, it's called um, there it is, um, the complete book of running. Um, oh, well, that he sounds. Published it in, he published it in the sixties <laughs> or the seventies in the Boom. There it is. There. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, it was it was the bible of of many runners in the 70s um and it, it was really motivational it got nice drawings in it that sort of got us motivated um and yeah i um i started running and i thought the idea was to run as fast as you could for as long as you could um and i soon broke down doing that and um and how old were you at the time that book. yeah i had to uh, long slow distance so um that was, how, how um, old were you at the time david when you started running oh um 30 um 32 so okay. i've been i've been running through i was counting up just now uh, mm. through five decades i've been running so that's amazing well it's, it's a bit scary i don't know about that it is it's amazing that's awesome so so about 32 you start running you ran flat out because i don't maybe sometimes blokes have a lot of testosterone i soon learned i got colds and flus and oh. injuries and um um and i learned that i through reading the jim fix book that i had to sort of go for the long slow distance and mm-hmm. with a little bit of speed work so and that went well and i by the time i came to australia i was um i was yeah a, a dedicated runner Addicted and I, I, was runner. Amazed to, I was amazed to walk out into the streets in <laughs> sydney lunchtime my first lunch break i walked out and there were all these people coming out of um basements wearing running gear and all heading down to the botanical gardens and I thought wow I thought I'd come to come to an amazing place so I quickly joined in the the lunchtime run yeah and that was that was just a a new era for me Mm. that sounds amazing it it does strike me though if when you because often when people start running and then they get sick or they because they've run they run too fast as you said and they do too much too quickly 
they get sick. But for whatever reason, you persisted past that, but that stops a lot of people. What do you think it was in you that that made you say, actually, I can, and you look for answers, I guess, rather than just saying this running thing is not for me because I'm getting sick and it's not working. You mm. actually looked for answers as to why that's happening and how you could change it. Yeah, I think I actually found um, a, like a mental um, benefit to it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm a, quite a sort of an extreme introvert um, mm -hmm. and I, my job actually involved a lot of talking to people and pre making presentations mm -hmm. and I found all that exceedingly stressful. Stressful, yeah. So I found that if I went for a run, it was, it, I could empty my mind. I could actually get rid of, get rid of all that unpleasantness. And um, <laughs> um, I needed to do I needed to do that to get money <laughs> to, to yeah. pick the family and to make a living. But um, I um, yeah I uh, I found that running gave me that some mind clearing time. Wow, and you you identified that back then, so that's amazing. Like it, yeah, I love that. Yes. That's awesome. And yes, I it, guess when you when you when we're getting unwell, you you still realised that that positive stuff that was happening. With the running that was yeah. happening mentally even though physically your body was a bit grumpy with you um the mm. mental stuff was important important enough to you that you and, persisted. And, and, uh, initially it was um, also getting you know getting rid of this the um, the smoking site mm. um, clearing my lungs and making myself feel better and stronger and it was um evident that it was it was working mm. how long had you smoked for just out of interest um probably about 10 years okay so yeah. long and long enough for you to have to do a little bit of work to <laughs> cock yes, it up again. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone said to me on a podcast uh, just recently that um, because we have this question about when did you call yourself a runner, and they were saying they were referring back to when do you call yourself a non-smoker when you quit smoking, and the answer to that was the the day that you don't have a smoke, that first day you don't have a smoke. So um, I should ask you when when do you think you called yourself a runner, if you um, even do now. Um, Some people don't. I'd, actually, after I'd arrived in Australia, there was a near where um, I was renting my first house when I, I came uh, to Sydney. Mm -hmm. um, there was a 5K run. Um, oh, and nice. I thought, oh, I'll do that. And um, I, I finished, um, and it was hard work, but mm -hmm. just standing there and listening to all these other people talking about their run and their running life, um, I suddenly realised that I was one of them. And I thought, oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so, That's yeah, so cool. I, I am a runner. Wow. I am a runner. <laughs> Actually, and somebody recently even said that to me as well. It wasn't until they did a race that they felt like they were a runner. Yeah, so they'd been running for quite a while prior yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's in, it's kind of like community has now accepted you because you've entered a race and yeah, <laughs> finished yeah, a race, and yeah, you're yeah, you're part yeah. of that community. Which yeah, is maybe funny. it was because they might they hopefully they saw they saw me as a runner, um, and that helped yeah. that helped me yeah. sort of see myself as. A... Which is an interesting identity question, you know, that we sometimes rely on some parts of our identity to be reflected back to us from the outside rather than what's going on inside yeah, us. Yeah. But yeah. see, all through, ever since then, I've, I've identified myself as a runner. I've mm. never, it's been, it's, it's an important part of my life mm. um, and it helps define who I am. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so if I, if somebody says, who are you? I'm, I'm a runner, yeah. I'm a runner. Not only that, I've written a book about running, which we oh, can talk well, about in a minute, so it's <laughs> awesome. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> Did, did you do any races before you got to Australia? Well, like when you were in Hong Kong? No, no, no. The first, that was your, that was your I, first. In, in Hong Kong, I, um, I joined the, the Hash House Harriers. Of and that course was, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. that, um, that, was a good, that was a good intro to, uh, to running, but um, we the never raced, as you know, <laughs> Hash. Yeah, they're notorious, aren't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Um, okay, so you're in Sydney and you've got this running lifestyle now. Did you find it it continued to support your reasonably stressful work as an accountant? Yeah, no, well, I wasn't an accountant. Um, oh, you did? No, no, no I just worked within the accounting okay. organisation. Um, but um, my, one of my colleagues was a runner as well. 
Um, and so together we would um, we would go off at lunch times. We would um, join in races, and we we joined the Sydney Striders, which is a huge yeah, um, running group in Sydney and in its early days. And um, we were sort of involved in its uh, in sort of helping them run the the, uh, the group for That's a number awesome. of years. Yeah, um, yeah, and it was a it was a lovely lovely um, beginning. Mm, we ran yeah. in some beautiful spots. Did you feel like a lot of your um... A lot of your friends or your community became, or that was a big chunk of who you were considered to be your community, like the running community, especially when you get yeah. into a group like, you know, here it's like the buddies or, um, yeah. you know, those kind of um, groups. Uh, whereas over there, I think, you know, like the Sydney, there's the Striders and there's a couple in Brisbane, Brisbane as well. I'm sure there's some in Melbourne, but they become sort of a, a part of your network really, don't yeah, they? Yeah, the family, yeah. Hmm. And um, you know the the um, ultra running groups. They today are um, our family, and um, mm. you know that's that's a wonderful thing about running. Um, you know, I I, it, I found I actually had two groups of, of friends, um, non runners who couldn't understand running, and and the running and the running friends who um, <laughs> just wanted to talk about running all the time and would would. Uh, would pull the pants off the the, uh, the non-runners. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can reflect. I understand that completely. <laughs> so <laughs> we know that you. Well, I I know that you obviously went on and did more than five k events. How did that yeah. happen? How did you jump up into these ultra distances? For and for those who are listening who are not sure the distance of that, that's a um, anything more than 42.195 so anything more than a marathon <laughs> is considered an ultra distance yeah. so obviously you've done a few marathons and yeah. plenty of ultras now um gradually um you wanted to see what you were uh, sorry i wanted to see what i was capable of um and so the 5k became 10 and then a half marathon and i worked to get harder getting faster and faster in the half and then a, then a, a marathon came came a across my um, horizon or height within my sights. Yeah. So um, yeah, I ran, I ran that. And then I, I ran more and more marathons and became uh, very keen to get faster as we all do. We want to see what, what mm. speed we can do. And I, I got down to 308. Wow. Um, How old uh, were you was, then, Dave? <laughs> and, I wanted, and I wanted to break three. Oh. So again, I started to do a lot of hill work, um, yep. speed, longer distances. Again, I got injured and um, mm -hmm. struggled with flus. And so um, I got talking to a couple of my Sydney Strider mates and we decided, look, we'll, we'll just run them in 3.30 and we'll just do every marathon that's going. So we do almost every weekend, we'd go off for a marathon. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah, just run 3.30 and throw sponges and jump in puddles and yeah, have a, have a good time. And of course, back in, back in those days, there was no, um, there, were, there was no um, tailwind. There was no gels. There was the, no. They, there was no Gator. Gatorade was just coming into being, mm -hmm. and so we just had water and lollies. That was, and you know, my, I'd have a Mars bar at the halfway mark. You know, mm -hmm. and you think, wow, that's a <laughs> just yum. Just, no, no, just disastrous, really, when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, so, how old were you when you started this marathon journey? Oh, um, 30, mid 30s somewhere. Yeah, yeah mid 30s somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good, yeah. Um, pretty good times. Uh, even yeah. like th even 330s. I mean, that a lot of people when they start marathoning, um, they're like, oh, I just want to get under four hours. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was too. I was my first one I wanted to break four and I didn't. So mm. that was, <laughs> that doesn't matter. It's, uh, and, and, you know, I didn't really. It wasn't that important. It was the mm. running that was important, not the, not the speed. Not the speed. Um, not to say, look at me. I've done this, yeah. that, or the other. It was just the feeling in me that I've, I can, I can mm. run, as far as I want to, whenever I want to. So, what's the longest um, ultra that you've done? Um, it was a hundred miles, um, but it was round around a track. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was. Um, <laughs> that I didn't get lost. That was the main thing. Was that a distance one or a timed one? 
timed one. Yeah. Yeah, 24 hours, yeah. I've been a person ticking it off. Have you? I, <laughs> I, I, that was amazing that people had to do that in a few years ago because that <laughs> would be in the most dreadful job. <laughs> I, did a, I did six hours worth of it, but I did also mm. join a team and do two hours of running. Um, oh, there wasn't okay. many teams, so we, we won that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I sat down and, uh, and did some ticking off laps. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but that was, I was just, and there was a 12 going on as well. It's like, wow, yes. that's yeah. just, that's a hard. Yeah. Where was that? In, in Tassie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you come down and do any here in at St. Le the St. Leonard's track? No, Dave no. Put on. Mm. So it was a couple That's of years in a row. Now, it? Yeah, it was a, a couple of years. It was probably ten years ago or so, I think. Okay, mm. okay, no, but oh. mm. <laughs> we're trying to work out everyone who's listening where we might have connected. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that yeah. could have been, could have but, been yeah. but it wasn't. Um, no. So about hundred. So that was the longest going around and around a track. Yeah, that was an experiment. That was just an experiment to see what it was like. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I tried like you. I I tried a twelve hour, um, mm -hmm. and um, um, and I think the first track event I did was a, a fifty mile, mm -hmm. um, and um, good old Cliffy Young was in that. You're shuffling, and, <laughs> yeah, shuffling along, and oh. um, and the very young Pat Farmer. Uh, oh, I think he was sixteen or seventeen. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So that was a long time ago. But um, so, yeah. how do you do? You like best the track, the road, or trail? Oh, like, only the trails. Only yeah. trails. Yeah, yeah. Trails are the, is the way to go. Um, I think once I once I'd run all these marathons, I I got um, I, I was over it. I was just mm. over um, mm -hmm. roads, and so and um, I was delighted to move on in onto onto trails um, and yeah I've, um, I've traveled to quite a few places to to run on trails and I yeah I love it. What would be your favorite? Um, I've got two both in the red center there's yeah. Lara Pinta which is yeah. still going it is. That, that is a beautifully organized event um, over four days mm -hmm. um, and it's magnificent because you actually after each day you go back to a hotel and have a nice meal. Have a rest. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's a that's a real bonus. But the the other one was the big um, the big red run in the Simpson Desert, and um, we were in tents then and eating um, freeze dried food, and mm -hmm. um, that was a that was a tough gig. <laughs> and blisters were were horrendous in that race. So what's going through your mind? Because when we often talk about the things going on in our mind in yes. this podcast, but it's a whole other level when you're out there running for you know more than an hour or two hours and you know running for three days or four days or something what sort of things are going through your mind when you're out there well most of the time you're really just well I am I'm checking my body I'm checking mm -hmm. um how it's feeling what whether I should um, throw in a walk yet whether I should mm -hmm. have something to eat or something to drink um and um, I think all, all runners will find will say the same. Their mind just wanders onto so many different yeah. things, um, yeah. and that's one of the beauties of long distance running. I think um, it's just you and your mind, um, and yeah, especially especially now I've got older. I'm at the back of the pack, um, way at the back of the pack, um, and I don't see a soul for for many hours in these races. So um, I, I really enjoy that. <laughs> So get away from me. I just want to be back yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it seems like in those moments, especially when you're checking your, you know, you're checking your body, mm. doing like a body scan, perhaps yes. in, in my world, we kind of call it that. Yes. It's kind of like you're, you're being really present in that moment. Correct. I think that That's is something that running can give all of us. That's a good way of putting it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like it, it, it's a bit like meditation in a way. Exactly. Mm. Um, the studies have actually shown now that that runners, in particular, mm. they've they've tested runners and people who meditate both have the same things happening in their brain. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, like the same neural pathways are being built, the same chemicals are being triggered, mm. and we we hit the same kind of um, whatever, so you get the same yes. feelings oh, okay. out of meditating as than you do out of running. Um, I would say there are some runs where I feel more relaxed than others you know and I think sometimes it's when I'm being more present so in those times when I'm more present to my environment 
more in my run than you know ruminating over things um they seem to be the ones where I get the more of those uh good yeah that's interesting because yeah. um, I find being out on the trails you I sort of you're more in the moment than you are on the road because there's there's so many things to see um mm -hmm. and to, to smell and hear um but yeah and to stop I I just sometimes I just have to stop and and stare and enjoy what I'm what I'm actually seeing on, out on the on the trail. So it's um, and to do that on a road, you you wouldn't last long with the traffic. No, no, <laughs> that's so true. Well, not, oh, mind you, on Flinders, um, yeah, we don't have that that amount of traffic. Traffic's not such a big deal. <laughs> no, no traffic lights here, no roundabouts. It's wonderful. You probably have to be a little bit aware too, you know, that you're not going to run off the edge of a cliff or something. <laughs> you're aware yep. of what's going around. Here. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you have some favourite runs on Flinders? Yes, yes. Well, I, I, I live um, two minutes from a trailhead. Mm. So, um, and it's at a place called Badger Corner. Mm -hmm. um, and it goes round the back of Strzelecki Mountain. So oh, wow. I can go, I go round there and um, there are trails that go up into the hills and I, I enjoy, enjoy a variety of, um, of, of runs. Yeah. Got lots um, of choices. Through creeks and, um, yeah. So it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a fun place to, to run here. So we were talking before about your running community that you found in, in Sydney. Yes. Did you, is there a running community that you are almost, because for those of you who don't know, what would be the population of Flinders Island? A thousand people. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, what's the um, running community? It's seven, like well, it's 76 kilometres long by about 40 wide. Flinders mm -hmm. Island. Mm -hmm. um, same size as Singapore, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, we just have a few less people. Just a few. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's a very small running community here. Um, and because they all have different jobs and different uh, times mm -hmm. of work, they, they tend, tend to run on their own, um, at, except for um, a Wednesday afternoon run where they meet um, and have a barbecue afterwards. So, yeah. So that's when, if we want to be... <laughs> to be there to come and go for a run with some locals it's a Wednesday afternoon in Flinders Island yes it is, yes <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I was lucky enough earlier this year to have my first visit to Flinders Island but I got there um, via a sailing uh, oh. by a, a boat a yacht and uh, we went up up Streslecky. Um it was wonderful I loved it Good. Yeah. so you came into Lady Baron did you we did and then we went round to is it Trouser Point Point yeah, well, I live I live about five, five kilometres from Lady Baron. Oh, so, there you yeah. go. Oh, yeah, it's, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Good. Quite different from King Island, so, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is also beautiful, but in a different way. <laughs> in a different way, yeah, in exactly. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you've you've mentioned um, injuries quite a lot, David, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you know you've got a long running history and you've done a lot of long distances. So that kind of very few people can have those things and not have had some injuries. Have you had many that have meant you couldn't run for a little while? Yes. How yes. long? No, have I'm only joking. Um, I, the worst thing that's happened to me, well, I've had two bad things. Um, I, firstly, I got um, what they call ath athlete's heart. Oh. Um, and the um, specialist said it's from doing 40 years of running ultramarathons. So. Oh. You yeah. think it'd be making yeah. your heart basically, stronger? Basically, your heart become your heart muscle becomes so large and so strong. Wow! Um, and I, it was sort of completely ironic to me that that, that could happen. I thought the the the, the, the better your the stronger yeah. your heart was, the better better you were. But no. What, what were the symptoms of that? What? How does that? Um, so I just um, I got totally out of breath in a racing derby. Mm -hmm. um, do you remember the the Tassie Trail Fest was down there a couple? Yeah, yeah and I did. Did, I went in to do the um, the um, I think it was the mad the mad weekend which involved about five races. Yeah, it went over. That's days. true. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I suddenly found myself desperate for breath on one part, and I thought there's something wrong. And mm. uh, going through the test, this is what what came up. So that wow. was pretty scary, and and that slowed me up, slowed me up. So now I have to um, watch my heart rate. Mm. So that's. It, careful and now um and then about two years ago i out running i slipped and broke my leg oh so, so it so wasn't like was... a running it was a running injury for sure but not really a running injury <laughs> no that's right and, and i'm just recovering from that i've just had the, all the metal work taken out of the, the the bones and um so now i'm just getting ready to go back on the trails again next week 
So how was that? How is it? Those periods where you have had to not go for a run, you couldn't put your shoes on and not go for a run for a period of time. How do you deal with that? What goes on in your mind? Well, better, better, I'll go and get my wife. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she'll, she'll tell you how grumpy and um, difficult I can After be. After years and years of marriage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, uh, it was very extremely difficult. And I, um, mm. um, I, I've, got a, I've got a library of about 120 running books. Um, so when I'm, not, when I'm not running, I've got those to read. And of course it gets me um, even, even more wound up at times that I'm desperate to, desperate to get out. So um, no, I, I'll, I'll walk, I'll, yeah. I'll hike, and I'll go as fast as I can before um, things pull me up again. But mm. yeah, I mean, we all runners go through, um, through a multiple of injuries. And what do they say? We're either, we're either injured, we're, we're recovering from an injury or we're getting one. I think that's, that's right. sort of- There's a niggle. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, it's, always, it's always something. And, um, um, yep. <laughs> yeah. and in fact, that's why I called my book, The Unstoppable Runner, because I'm always just fighting back from something. To get, um, to get and nothing's, back. And nothing's gonna stop me coming back that's really yeah what's what the title well, I guess the, we'll talk about the book in a minute you're um do you think you're well how long do you think you'll run for and you I don't know why I ask some people this because it's kind of mm. we understand by the things that they say what their answer will be <laughs> mm. well, I, I, I mean I'm run walking now and I, I yep. usually I run I run for five minutes and walk mm -hmm. for one um and Jeff Galloway, the um, the famous yeah. American, he he uh, he sort of promoted that yeah. as a health thing, and mm -hmm. it works really well. And it means I can still go in ultras mm -hmm. um, as long as I'm not keeping volunteers out too long. Yeah, and I'll keep going till till the volunteers start. So you know the tents, the, the A stations have closed down and they've gone home to bed. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep doing races, but I'll keep I'll keep running. Yeah, you'll just keep running. Did you ever come and do the convicts and winters? Yes, regularly. Yeah. I was and the if, race director there for the last few months. <laughs> well, David Bailey, of course, who wins yeah. who wins it regularly, regularly. is yeah. um, he is a, a Flinders Islander. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, he was he was oh, born wow. and bred here. His family all still live over here. That's amazing. Uh, he's a, he's um, a, a lawyer in um, Hobart now. Yeah, I mean, I, I know him from um from yeah, the he's a lo lovely young man. So yeah, ah, there you yeah. go. So I knew I'm pretty sure that we've come across each other. I've also run. I've done the fifty there and and the all of the other distances. Well, that's a lo that's a lovely run. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but that um that that some um, stretch out to the 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 far end along the beach. Yeah. It just seems to go on and on forever. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, I, had a, I had a bad. I had a horrible injury there once um the as you come back the final uh, bit of beach you yep. climb up some rocks and go yep. up a, yeah yeah rest head that's it well i got <laughs> to those rocks and i put my left leg up onto the rock and cramp oh no and yeah and it was it was i was like an upturned beetle i was sort of riding oh, no. on the ground and i couldn't get up it was Terrible agony. <laughs> so wow. I was there all on my own. It was horrific. But, um, oh, no. Yeah. Yes, but lovely, lovely run. <laughs> but at least you'd had a nice view. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could sat on the rocks and just look at My eyes were closed and the cursing was going on. That's amazing. I, um, at the start of the year, I did a challenge with my coaches we were talking about earlier off the recording. And the challenge was to run 60 um, kilometres. And I chose um, to run from Port Sorel and then do... The rest of the convicts and winter. So I ran from Port Sorel around the road and then into um, uh, Baker's Beach, and then yes. basically the it was just beautiful. It was just amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, I loved yeah. it. Well, see now, now I've sort of finished. Um, I'm sort of getting slower. I'm I'm hmm. spending more time planning um, personal events. You know, just yeah. uh, adventures, and and that's one I wanted to do was to to do the uh, to do the Green Speech Run again, um, just on my own um yeah. just take us take a long time to do it it's yeah. lovely mm. yeah it is it's just amazing mm. Mm. <laughs> all right so tell us a little bit about mm. the book your ah. book what on earth made you i mean there's one thing to go for a run it's a whole other thing to write a book so tell us about um, your book um, how that happened i started well i started writing for myself 
Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I enjoy writing, and I and, and it was I enjoy thinking about running, and yeah, and I was thinking, well, I I just write the stories of my in my past adventures, and um, and then uh, my wife and I got the um, had the pleasure, I should say, of going to to, on, to live on Deal Island for three months in the middle oh. of the. Uh, straight we were managing a national park and we I were the only people there to do that my yeah, husband and I say that all the time like those those kind of um you've, there's lots of places in Tassie yeah yeah so that go. so we did that for three months and um, awesome. um every afternoon I'd sit and write and then eventually this thing took shape it sort of yeah it was it was bigger than me really it was <laughs> yeah it's awesome so I you did. shared t- tell us what's in the book why people would what they'll get out of reading your book Oh um, well, it's it's the the stories of so many runs that I've been in, and um, and where run where the running life has taken me, and the adventures that I've had, and the people I've met, um, and I've tried to reflect on those to um, to motivate people um, to get off the couch and get out there yeah. and do their yeah. do their or have their own adventures, um, yeah, and I just saying, that. look, look, if this old fart at 74, 75 can do it, so so can so many others. Um, totally. There's really, there's, um, you, as I say to people, you're stronger than you think you are, and you're better than you think you are. So mm. just get out there and do it. But um, um, yeah, um, uh, but the, the beauty, of, the other reason I wrote the book was to actually raise money for Cancer Council. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, I've, I've sent them a thousand, more than a thousand dollars in profits. So, yeah. So that's um, that's that, awesome. That's one of the reasons I'm proud of it is that it's a, a it's good awesome. fundraiser for mm. Cancer Council. So, are you? Um, is there a, a, a reason that you are supporting the Cancer Council? Yes. Yeah. I, um, um, I've had bowel cancer, but. Um, yeah. That's a minor issue. Um, we, we, my wife and I lost a daughter at 28 oh. to a really vicious form of cancer. Um, so it's been quite 12, 13 years ago. And ever since then, we've been, um, we've been raising money for, for Cancer Council or Cure Cancer. And yeah, um, yeah it's been, mm. it's, it's added an extra depth to, to my running, I think. So I ran with, because um, we were talking about a mutual friend, Scott Jones. Yes. Um, um, Scott and I ran from Launceston to Hobart uh, together. Oh, yeah. yeah, and we That's raised over thirty thousand dollars. I did see that on Facebook <laughs> a while ago. Yeah, what would we do without Facebook? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd really like to live without Facebook. Yes. I know. <laughs> Mind you, I must say, in the it keeps me in connection with the running community. So. It's um, true. It's it has a, it has a double. It's a double um, edged sword. Yeah. 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 There's two sides to that coin for sure. Yeah. 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 It's um it's quite amazing, really, what it can do. But at the same time, um, <clears throat> it does keep us quite connected. So yes, we can't yes. be too unhappy about it. I guess. Well, we can, <laughs> especially because <laughs> I think you know it stops people getting up off the couch, or it stops yes. it, and and it does all these other things. Um, relating to people not just being themselves and not just being with themselves like we don't have any downtime it's probably another way and it's not just Facebook it's we just it's yes, modern there's, life there's yeah. not a lot of downtime with it's just yeah, there's, there's some special people that I come across on Facebook um mm-hmm. there's a there's a young lady in Victoria called Kirsten Mapleston mm-hmm. who um is a great Facebook um person um but she's she's in she she does an awful lot of ultra runs and um, um and volunteers at a lot of races in victoria and uh, yeah and to be in connection with people like that i yeah. i get m- motivated by them and um yeah. and, and that's great yeah it's great for me i think in another part of my life i was an online marketer as well so i've oh, actually really? had a bit more to do with facebook than Oh, I might need to talk to you again another time about <laughs> how to promote my book. <laughs> so, so it's a yeah, it's, it's an interesting th- relationship yeah. I have with Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So yes, um, which is a question I did want to ask: if people yes. are interested in purchasing your book, uh, where and how do they do that, David? Well, all the um, all the bookshops in Tasmania will have copies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's available on Amazon. Yeah. Um, Booktopia. Mm-hmm. And the book, I was going to say suppository. I mean, book 
Depository. Depository. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Which one gives you the most um, profit? Um, Which one of the online ones? If I was to put a link to one of them, they're all, they're all the same. All I, all okay. the profits that will get, will I'll just get royalties. Okay. Um, but I have bought um, a whole load of books um, from the publisher mm -hmm. um, that I I can sell directly. So if if anybody wants to um, contact me. Um, my email address is flinders.runner at hotmail.com. Excellent. And I'll also put that I in there. I can notes. be delighted to send you a signed copy. Um, and um, yeah. And I assume you get more profit from that ultimately yes. that way. Yeah. That's, that's what yeah. I was trying to think because then there's more, you know, yeah. more money goes to the cancer and stuff as well. So. Yeah. Yes, that very much so. So thank you for, for that, raising that. That is a pleasure. Maya, we've had a cancer story. Well, we've had a couple. My mum's had cancer, just um, breast, not just, but she's had breast cancer in the last couple of years. And my husband's had a, um, quite an aggressive cancer in the last year as well. But he's, uh, he's in remission at the moment. So, well, and it's all looking, it's yeah, all looking good, but, you know, they'd have to stay, you know, <laughs> checking it. Oh, that's wow. right. Well, it's it's um it's continual. I mean, my and my wife also is just getting over breast cancer, so it's um you know it sort of struck our family pretty hard. Yeah. Um, but you you beat it and move move on. That's and, right. And yeah. do you have you found that your running has helped you deal with some of those? Because it, <laughs> like what do we say? Life doesn't come with instructions and. You know, <laughs> unfortunately, we don't come here with instructions and we just have to, um, we don't get to our ages. You're only a little bit older than me, really. I'm not <laughs> and, older, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> you're about the same age as my dad. <laughs> but I'm still in my 50s. I've got grandchildren. And stuff, so oh, you don't get to this age or, um, I don't, well, 50 and above and not have scars and things happen. Things usually don't just stay rosy your entire life. It's I'd never heard of anyone who's no. been able to to say that. So things like running, I've found for me personally, has have been really cathartic in that I could go out and it's just space to deal with whatever's going on or not to deal with it at all, to get a break from it and just be in the space, especially, as you said, when you're going to trails and things like that because you're surrounded by nature. And, I think and you life. said it very well because that was exactly how it was with me at um, the times when family have mm. had the cancer issues and um, um, a young person dying in the family. Mm. It's an awfully stressful Tragedy. thing for, for everybody. Um, and we all supported each other. But like you were saying, you, need, you do need time to get out on your own um, mm -hmm. and, to, and to cope with it yourself. Um, and, and yeah, um, that was on when we were on Flinders Island and um, I was able to get down down my little trail and um, yeah. with the dog. And the dog was the dog was wonderful. The dog, the dog understood every, everything I was going through. Animals are amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So I guess, you know, that one of the messages that I, David and I would like to share with you all, I think, <laughs> is that running can be really cathartic when you're trying to deal with the stuff that life throws at us all. Um, so, you know, if you haven't been for a run, give it a go if you're trying to yeah. deal with something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So back to the bare bones of running. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. How, how do you how do you get out on those days when it's just, you don't want to, like not every day feels like a day you want to go for a run, but maybe you haven't been for a few days and you know you should, because it'll be harder if you wait. This, this is what goes on in my head. <laughs> it'll be harder if I don't go even yet. How do you get out on those days when you know you should? But you well, don't first, of all, first of all, I, I run first thing in the morning. Good idea. Um, so after a cup of coffee, I know that my running gear is all set out mm -hmm. it's all set out waiting and I, I so I've got I get out of bed put my running gear on before my mind can start thinking about other things yeah. I go and um but I because I know that if I tried if I ran later in the day other things would would crop up mm -hmm. um there'd be an excuse or a reason not no, to, not to. Um, but first thing I get it I get it done mm -hmm. and um Sundays I like everybody else, I do my long run, mm -hmm. um, and sometimes that can take me through to lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. And these days, at my age, I now come home and I'll have a 
have a shower and a nap. And a nap. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Which I never I thought I'd do, but there you go. <laughs> I, I think that I might have been known to have a nap <laughs> on a, yes. after a long run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> it's very restorative. Yeah, I can recommend it to those who haven't tried it. <laughs> um, um, how do you think your life has been improved because running is in your life? Well, um, it's difficult to, it's a difficult thing to um, explain. Um, mm -hmm. It actually has changed my life so completely um, because um, I was in a, um, in the corporate world, I was in the finance world where greed was, um, was king. Mm -hmm. um, and I realized that running was so important to who I am or who I was yep. that um, I, I would, put my focus on on my running mm. uh, and I did a, did the job as best as I could um, but I wasn't going to get um, hooked into um, the greed thing um, and mm. I didn't really seek to um, become a, um, a CEO of anything mm -hmm. I just wanted to be me and I knew that me was um, a runner as I said earlier on I, I, I am a runner um, even though mm. I'm not not a great runner or even a medium mediocre runner i just i just love what it does for my mind um and i love what it does for my body in terms of health wise mm -hmm. um, so i just um yeah it's it really changed my life and um i i'm so pleased i found it it sounds a little like without um, putting words into your mouth or being judgmental of the greek the people who ha who had a different motivations but it feels like you feel like you became a better person. Yes, yes, uh, yeah, and and it does help me cope with um, with um, unpleasant things and unpleasant people. Mm. Um, yeah, I can just go for a run and get it out of my head. Unpleasant people. Who are they? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Re I can't remember ever meeting anybody. I'm sure <laughs> there's some out there. <laughs> That's because um, running gives us amnesia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> unpleasant people. Yeah. When we forget them. It's like, oh, they're gone. <laughs> it does, it does turn your mind to mush on a long on a long run. Oh right? yes, try and do maths. No, it's not happening. No, you can't do maths. <laughs> <laughs> certainly can't work out how or what your rate is per kilometre. No. <laughs> no, I can't no. anyway. Um, can you describe to me mm. a run where you just felt like everything was perfect, how that felt? It doesn't have to be a race. It doesn't even have, it could just be, you know, a short training run that you did through the bush or it could be, so, mm. it doesn't really matter, like what that made you feel what was around yeah. you at the time that yeah. um, runners uh, high i guess we yeah, call I, it well, yeah i don't know whether i've ever had runners high but um mm -hmm. i've had that incredible feeling of um uh, of floating um, yeah. I'm, i've got my pace is just right and i yeah. feel like i can just keep that pace going forever forever um, mm -hmm. there's no there's there's no one around um mm -hmm. yeah and the weather the, i like i like the heat i like to feel you like the heat and you live on, in Tasmania. <laughs> I, know. I know. That's why that's why I go off and run on the Simpson Desert and things like that. And I, I went to Cambodia and I ran there. And, oh, um, wow. I've been yeah. to Cambodia. I can't imagine <laughs> running there. I ended up in the hospital in Cambodia. Did you? <laughs> yes. I, I, should, I probably should have. But <laughs> wow, you ran in Cambodia. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That so would have been was... incredible. Yeah, so those, um, but yes, I, I think, I think the runs where, where everything feels just, just comes together, your breathing, your pace, yeah. Yeah. you've got nice, lots of water and you're sweating profusely and yeah, it's just lo love it. Love it. <laughs> when we, we were, we took our, our three of our younger children away for a year and a half and we traveled through what? Asia and Europe and um, back those kind of places but I remember running in Bangkok and having to leave the apartment quite early because it was so warm um, humid. so getting used to that yeah that, that running yeah. and that sweaty kind of running yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a different thing altogether than running here <laughs> it is it is but that's that's again that's great you know and it's an international thing you can go anywhere in the yes. world and you'll meet you'll meet lovely people out running mm. yeah that's wonderful does mm. your wife run 
Um, no, she can't at the moment. She did for, yeah. um, for a number of years, but doesn't at the moment. Mm -hmm. But um, some of the places, I mean, I've, I've, I've gone for um, casual runs in India, places like that, and, um, and had great experiences with, with the local people. Um, oh, yeah. In Egypt, there was, there was a, a group of young kids wanted to come for a run with me and just, we, there was no language. The language was, just, we were just, a, um, they couldn't understand each other, but... <laughs> We were laughing and having a great time. So it was like moving. It's an international language. Yeah, it is. Actually, I have a, a funny little story. We went to a friend's wedding in the Philippines a few years ago and I went for a run. And that's not a place where they actually go, like, oh, we were out in the city. And, oh, okay. And, and they were like um, laughing. <laughs> like adults were like, what are you doing? Sure, I'm sure the kids would have come and run, but you know, all the locals are like, you know, really, why are you running? What are you running from? Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. um, so in some of the cultures, I think, um, there's quite a bit of running. The kids do a lot of running, but maybe the adults don't always do a lot of running, which is in, in some parts of the yeah, world. yeah. Well, they often stop it, they'd often stop a car and say, Do you want to, you know, do you want to lift? You want a lift? You're, obviously, you're obviously running late for something, you missed the bus. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, all right. So, David, it has been amazing to have this conversation with you, and I knew it was going to be amazing, and it has been. Is there anything about running that we haven't covered? Do you think we should before we wrap uh, up? No, and no. I um, I think um, we we perhaps didn't explore the sort of mental side as far as um, we could have, yeah. but I know. I know from having listened to some of your earlier podcasts that um, that that's covered extremely well. Um, you uh, might have some other opinions, though. <laughs> some other well, views. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, there was the um, we've talked about your coach, um, Marlies. Marlies Court. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, you you sort of said we're going to talk about motherhood, and I thought, oh, this isn't for me. I, thought, <laughs> I was I'm on the treadmill recovering from my broken leg, and I thought, well, I'll listen to that. Um, and it it cut it really um, it really engrossed me the oh, uh, conversation about the, the mental side of running and um, yeah so that was a for anybody wanting to listen to that that was a bonus episode that you can find <laughs> go back and have a look for it but yes I'm glad you enjoyed that um, it was actually Marlies who really wanted to to talk about that because she's found that in in her program especially women that's why and I guess both of us were mums. Um, People, we don't take enough time for ourselves and as we no. talked about before that um, time where we disconnect from our busy lives and all of the hats and the roles that we all play on a daily basis and um, the importance of being in touch with just who you are as an individual yeah. and we find that running is a way that that's how we do that and I think that's probably how you do that and most runners yeah. Yeah, do and, and you do feel selfish sometimes. You you feel hmm. a bit guilty, um, but to hell with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just a feeling, you know. You don't have to do anything with it. No, that's true. Let it go. Yeah, like it's just a feeling. Like we are. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm training to be a mindfulness coach, and that's a big part of my kind of thing. It's like, well, it, you know, feelings are just um, they're just thoughts that that, that we've yeah, where thoughts created a feeling and. We don't have to do anything about it. It's just there. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good. Good. I'm glad you said that. that was... a, a bit like the pain we have from running. Yes. What, what pain? Exactly. It's just a bit of like, <laughs> it's just a bit of pain. We don't have, doesn't mean you have to stop. It doesn't mean and that comes down to the discussions around people being too comfortable mm -hmm. in our modern life mm. you know, and mm. uh Realizing that a little bit of uncomfort is actually really good for us and healthy for us, and we don't have to be frightened of it, um, and it will make us better people and healthier people in the long run. Yeah. Oh well. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you said all that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be drawing all that out of you, but instead I'm just <laughs> telling you. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, you, you say it so much better than me. Yeah. I get a lot of practice. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on it. I'm working. I'm yeah. still a work in progress for sure actually <laughs> mm. all right so apart from the if the mental side of it is there anything yes. else about running that you wanted to share that from your um, perspective no only only perhaps um the um, the the beauty i found in in as i've got older and of course you get slower and um, mm. um 
you're always getting over something um, as a at my sort of my age or thereabouts is is that you can still get out there and do things and, and, mm -hmm. and have adventures and do and you shouldn't be ashamed of walking a little bit um, in between running and this, don't feel guilty just do me, it to me it's a relief actually like when I was in my 20s and and you know I got just under a 20 minute five once and Ooh. you know I and so I was getting faster and then yeah. and then but then all this pressure I like it just felt you know there's this pressure to keep your training up and and the next time you went for a race you knew that there'd be you know yeah. expectation perhaps not just yours but other people's and you know then I my fastest marathon's only like 336 or something um, in my 40s but it but then it was like oh I wonder if I can go faster and then I started putting more and then more training and then you know you were talking about how you got sick and and that mm. I could feel all that happening but mm. now I'm getting older you know I'm a grandmother I'm in my 50s I'm like it doesn't matter now and so yes. to me this this side of my running or this end of my running it's a relief it's like I, it doesn't matter how fast I run I just go out because I love it Good, and that's that's how I am, and I, I think that's how most of us are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So if yeah. anyone's listening to this and they're starting and they're not twenty-something young guns, that's how you can help. You don't have to go fast. Fast has nothing to do with running. I don't think. Ultimately, they're not that's the running right. we're talking about anyway. We're not talking. And, and don't be ashamed to to put in a walk, um, especially as you're starting off. Totally. Yeah. I think yeah. um, even you know, um, Amy. Lampret. Oh yes, Amy. Yes. So Amy's yes. been on the podcast, and that was one of the things she said earlier on was, um, uh, "Walking is also part of your running, <laughs> basically." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do. She when when she runs from coast to co the top of Mount Kosciuszko, um, I'm sure she put in the odd walk or two. I think she did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. that was an amazing, a, an amazing runner. Many many hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she is an amazing runner I think everybody was quite excited to hear her say that who hasn't you know who hasn't been coached by her that it's okay to have a walk and in fact my coaches that my training uh, regime and my racing now for any ultras is um every 3k I'm supposed to walk for a minute so lovely I lovely. have walking in yeah, mind and as well. it's, a good, it's the time to have a drink eat it's a bit of recovery mm. yeah 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 exactly yeah. Well, thank you all right. Thank you, David. Now, I wanted to ask you, do you have any tips for a beginner runner? So somebody who comes along and says, I would really love to start running. And the tips that we give them, we want to make sure that they stay running, that they become, you know, it becomes a part of their life. So what tips would you give to someone who wanted apart, to? Apart from starting, uh, from not pushing yourself too much too early, mm -hmm. um, I'd, I'd always recommend joining someone like the, the buddies in Launceston, the Launceston Running Buddies, mm -hmm. um, or a group that isn't um, an intense group that have a social side um, and, and, in, and do encourage beginners like the buddies do. Um, mm -hmm. So um, I think and the support that a beginner will get will probably see them go, go for many years. Mm -hmm. mm. They say... Um... Sometimes it's the idea that you want to run that gets you there in the first place, but it's the community that keeps you going. And keeps yes. You there. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I totally agree with that. I totally agree That's with awesome. that. Well, David, I have taken up so much of your time and it has been amazing. You have been very inspirational and I'm sure that everyone will go and pick up your book. I'm going to put that email address in your uh, post on the website as well. So that you can we can get more people buying your book. Um, I do want to say a big thank you for the time you've given us. I really appreciate it. Oh, that that bit's been a pleasure. But I, I must say I really appreciate your um, your helping promote the book by doing that because um, that creates more more profits yeah. to can go to cancer council. So thank you. It's a pleasure. And I'll catch up with you down the road. We definitely will. Now stay down on because I'll, I'll say a quick I'll say a quick goodbye off as well. But. Um, I just say goodbye on the recording and then I'll say one off. <laughs> say bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website 
fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.